school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put NewTek's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark at 308-750-6060 or visit NewTek at YieldLeader.com. NewTek Seed, the undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the CenturyLink Center at Omaha. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with our annual and uh, yearly and nightly when we're at uh, State Wrestling Wrestling Wrap-Up brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed representative. Uh, it is cleared out. Larry, uh, wow, uh, this is the fastest the state tournament has moved along. It got quicker when they moved it to 10 mats, but this is by far the quickest that uh, the wrestling has been done, and that does not mean there was a lack of good quality wrestling. No question. The wrestling tonight was, or and today, I should say, you know, 12 hours worth of it, amazing. But they really were, Doug, uh, both sessions just found the, the gas pedal at one point. Both of them in the quarterfinals, we looked down at one point, it's like 113, 120, and all of a sudden it's 170, and it was just uh, Katie bar the door. With Ron Higdon, I believe the NSAA is is running a much better tournament. Very smooth. Well, we will get to uh, all of the results. If you're driving home from basketball tonight, we'll let you know how your wrestlers did. We'll hear some brief comments from a variety of coaches from Kearney High, Grand Island Senior High, from Hastings, from Kearney Catholic, from Adams Central, and from Amherst, kind of covering the whole gamut here today. And let's just go ahead and start uh, with Class D. I think uh, Tyler Herman and Amherst, the story was, can they win seven in a row? Uh, They have won uh, out of his 11 years as the head coach. They have been first or second ten times already out of those 11 years. They have seven total titles and three runners-up. But there was a lot of question, Larry, about whether they could get it done, and uh, they came out and did uh, a lot tonight. Now, this isn't what we see of them putting up 80 points like Scott did today, but they're up by 20 and a half points. Well, yeah, and I make no mistake about it. I think everybody knows that Tyler and I are very close. Dave Klingelhofer and I are very close, and I've spent a lot of years really close to that Amherst program. Uh, but I've always kind of called it like I saw it, and I will tell you that I used the word vulnerable all week. We talked about it in the Open today. I not only thought they were vulnerable, but I thought unless they wrestled uh, an amazing day that they were in trouble, Doug, and that's not what happened today. Well, they end up with five of the semifinals. They also had five kids get beat uh, earlier in the first round today, and so when they started off uh, one and two today, that was someplace they had never been. There was a couple times they're putting the scores up there. Amherst isn't in the top five. Usually about 15 minutes in, they're in the lead, and you never have to worry about it. Doug, in the quarterfinals tonight, I can tell you, as heartbreaking as it is for the two boys that did get beat, uh, Cumston and Berg, uh, understand this. One of them was wrestling a two-time state champ, and the other, uh, Berg, was wrestling Alamang, who is a stud from Neely Oakdale. Uh, Amherst probably was not – I know they weren't favored in either one of those matches. So when you look at it, they go 5-2 and two tonight, and they maybe were only favored two times. And Burke lost in overtime. So here we go. We'll finish with Amherst and D. Let's take a look at the other uh, area communities and their wrestlers, and we'll do it as good in alphabetical order as I can. Uh, Axtell brought two and uh, both lost in the first round. Hunter Stratman, 10-3. to three, A.J. Skaggs, 4-2. to two. For Elm Creek, they went 2-3 and three in the first round. Riley Nichols, Preston Walker, Patrick Cure were defeated. Jeff West and Devin Walker were winners. Walker advances to the semifinal. West lost in a sudden victory or the double overtime, however you want to view it as a general wrestling fan, and that came to Chandler Stone of Sutton. 
uh, for Elwood. Kent Ray lost to Ignacio Rivera, the top-ranked wrestler, out of Sutton in the first round. Ben Bogle went 1-1. One and one. Eustace Farnham's Brody Metzler lost in the first round. For Franklin, they went 4-1 and one in the first round. Alex Felzine was the only wrestler that comes back to the wrestlebacks in the first round. Drew Gusick, Brody Lewis, Matt Sweet, Trent Christiansi, all were winners. Sweet and Christiansi lost in the quarters. Gusick and Lewis are on to the semifinals for Franklin. For Harvard, one wrestler, Kale Fisher, lost in the first round. Pleasanton, they were the story last year in our listening area. They didn't have as many kids out this year. They didn't bring as many kids to state, but they're batting 100%. Two kids, two semifinalists, and Tyler Pulaski, who had to cling to a one-point win in the opener. Then he won 10-1, to and Trey Keyshaw has advanced with two pins. And here's the deal. Dana Fisher and Matt Pulaski right now are doing an amazing job at Pleasanton. They don't have a ton of numbers right now, but they're building off past successes. And a coach, it's what you have to do, Doug, is build off past success. And those guys, I'm telling you, they could go two for two tomorrow night. They could. South Loop had one wrestler, Tate Eggleston. He went one and one. For SEM, Tony Volmer lost his first match, Polo Ramirez, won and then lost in the quarters for Sutton. They had a great first round. They went 6-2. and two. Armando Oscar, James Grease lost. The other six were winners. And then they have three that make the semifinals, Ignacio Rivera, Chandler Stone, and Garrett Clark, while Anton Carlson, Cameron Kleinschmidt, and Garrett Stone lost in the quarterfinals. And, Doug, here's the deal with Sutton. You know, they had the second most qualifiers. You know, you're wondering, you know, how really was that? You know, you hadn't heard much about them all year. They're very well coached. And just let me tell you, competing against them in football and wrestling, very competitive kids. I thought in some ways they actually were more of the story in Class D. They acquitted themselves very well. They're right in the hunt. Uh, Maybe it will be for a runner-up trophy, but they're tied for third right now. For Alma, Ashton Hammond was their only wrestler lost in the first round. Ansley Litchfield, both Seth Brasicki and Grady Stunkel won the first round, both lost in the quarters. For Arapahoe, uh, Dalton Shipman lost in the first round. And then Zach Kerner and Robert Gardner lost in the quarters. Kerner, who was in the Parade of Champions and ranked number one, got thrown early and ended up losing 10-4. to four. And that was the deal. He gets thrown early for five, and I mean, what a fight off of his back for about a minute and a half. From there, he really was the better wrestler in the match, but he had to keep trying to do so many things to make up the difference. That's a big hole to dig yourself out of. For Amherst, 12 wrestlers. Five will have to come in the first round of the Wrestlebacks. Hunter Cobb, Sam Florell, Braden Cumston, Cole Eggy, and Jacob Peterson. Then in the quarterfinals, Peyton Cumston and Colton Burke lost, and he lost in overtime. And then on to the semifinals, Trace Bosch, Dawson Trampy, Kalen, and Jacob Klingelhofer. And then the story, Dane Bogard. And uh, Amherst has the lead with 57 points. Elkhorn Valley, 36 and a half. Plainview and Sutton tied for third with 35. Burwell is fifth with 34. Franklin is ninth with 26 points. And those two wrestlers from Pleasanton have them 19 points. And that is good enough for 15th. And we had a chance to catch up with the head coach at Amherst, Tyler Herman. Amherst wrestling coach Tyler Herman joining us here in the wrestling recap. Uh, Coach, uh, the points are not as high as usual, but you've got about a 20-point lead here. I would have to think you're pretty satisfied with day one. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely happy with uh, putting five kids in the semis. If you looked at things on paper, on paper we were probably only the favorite in a couple of them. Uh, so to get five through to the semis and guarantee them at least a state medal was very important. Now what we got to do is get these guys that lost either first round or quarters, get them back up on their feet and say, hey, we need you We need you to come back and get to Friday night and get back on the, on the medal stand for us. And that's going to be huge. Those uh, seven guys coming back in the con tomorrow, whether it's Constellation of first round or second round, 
are going to be the difference for us. They're going to be the difference makers. If we're going to take home another team title, they've got to come back and do their job. You've said for the last few years, because you've had such a big lead, it's about getting guys on top of the medal stand. Is it different this year? You still want to get those medals, but is it more about the team than it is the individuals? You still, like you said, want to get those individuals on top of the podium, those five guys in the semis. We want to put them in the finals and, and get to that top step. Um, but at the same time, those guys in the wrestlebacks, they got to look at the next best thing. The next best thing right now is third place. So they got to put their team, team first and come back and uh, scratch and claw and fight tooth and nail um, to get us where we need to be team-wise and individually. As Coach Klingelhofer told me, you had one kid stay home last year. He might have been the most impressive kid today in Dane Bogart. Yeah, absolutely. You never know what a kid's going to be like his first time down here at the state tournament, how they're going to react to this environment. Um, Dane Bogart, a junior, never been here. Look, lights out today. You know, two first-period pins um, was incredible. You know, that, that was huge. He was the only one that stayed home. We qualified 13 to 14 last year. For, so for him to be in the semis is just awesome. I couldn't be happier for the kid. Works his tail off, and you know, he deserves it. So hopefully we can keep it going. I know I'm asking you off the top of your head, five semifinals. Can you give us a quick overview of those? Um, you know, at 13, we got uh, Rickard from Plainview, um, kid that we haven't wrestled. We wrestled him last year. We haven't wrestled him this year. Um, now I'm drawing blanks here. It's tough to think. Uh, 45, we got uh, Pelster from Elgin Pope. John beat us 2 nothing about a month ago. Uh, 60, we're going to have a Rutgens kid from Elkhorn Valley who we have not met up with. We placed third at a tournament earlier that he got second in. The kid's a beast. I mean, he's a bull. Uh, we just got to technically be sound in that match. 170, we got the Fingman kid from Pope John. Um, another Pope John kid there. Um, once again, that's going to be a tough match. It's a, it's a uh, three and four rated kids, and, and it's going to be a battle. And then at 95, we got number three Wells from Fran. So a couple kids we've seen and a couple that we've, ne we've never seen. So, you know, when you get down that semifinal atmosphere, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's just going to come down to who's wrestling their best. And you got quite a few kids that you'll be coming back for tomorrow, as you mentioned, in districts. Usually not as many in the heartbreak round. Uh, from a coach uh, perspective, well, what's your what's your thought coming in tomorrow? You, I mean, the kids, you've already told us how to do that. But from your perspective, you're not just going to go see one kid like you did a couple of years ago. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the thing is, is, is those guys tomorrow got to start start the train for us. Those guys in the wrestlebacks got to start that train for us and get things going right away. Um, hopefully we can carry that momentum. We had some good momentum tonight that kind of carried through for us, and we need those guys to do that again. Um, and it would sure be nice to get all 12 guys into Friday night. You know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but it would be sure cool to do that. And at the very least, we've got to have all 12 guys winning matches for us. All right, Tyler. We'll see you tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you. Tyler Herman, head coach at Amherst, here on the Wrestling Recap Show, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Uh, Larry, a quick wrap on D. Yeah, well, here's my thing in D. I don't think the team race is over. In, in past times when Amherst has gone on a run like this and won a bunch of matches, we've went, well, here we go. Get the seven on the ring instead of the six or the five. Not the case. Elkhorn Valley, Burwell is going to score some points, Doug. There are some teams here that can still score some points. The only thing I'm going to say, this was the for their guys going forward, the, the, the big matchups here were in the quarters. I think there's a possibility. I think it's a coin flip at 13. It's a coin flip at 60. I think Amherst gets in at 45 and 70. There's a chance they get as many as four finalists. Uh, Amherst could score a bunch of points still here. But I'm telling you, if they, the vulnerability still hasn't left. If they have a poor round, there's a couple teams that can catch them. Amherst looks like they've uh, met the challenge, though. We'll take a real quick break, be back and look at Class A, and then later what happened earlier today in B.C. here from the CenturyLink Center in Omaha. 
Did you know that people with a savings plan are two times more likely to save for retirement? Make a plan to have a financially secure future. Nebraska Land National Bank offers individual retirement accounts with a variety of tax advantages so you can find one that fits your plan. We want to help you succeed. Stop into one of our branches today. Minimum to open an IRA variable savings account is $20 with no minimum balance requirements. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Back here on the uh, Wrestling Recap, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer seed dealer from the CenturyLink Center in Omaha. Class A was the other side of tonight's uh, second round. They flip them back and forth. It's always A and D together, and it's always B and C. And in Class A, uh, we we were hoping, and Carney and Grand Island are there, but it's looking like it's Millard South and then about five teams battling for the runner-up, Larry. Yeah, make no mistake about it. Millard South is going to win Class A, Doug. Um, I do see that 20 points, too many to make up, and especially once we start talking about how the Tri-City um, semifinals match up. What I do love about this, I will tell you, at one point this year, I was very unsure if Carney and Grand Island really were like maybe 2-3, something like that. They are. They strung, some, they strung some wins together at different parts of their lineup. Uh, most of them were kind of in the middle part, but even Carney, how many times can you say they've strung together the upper weights? And I really thought when we talked at the beginning of the year that was going to be where Carney was weak again, but they were a little bit stronger tonight. In fact, uh, Palomo at 82 and Harrington at heavyweight are in the semifinal. Well, not only that, you called it at the end of the first uh, round. We, I don't remember exactly what weight, 60, 71, 82. It was somewhere in there. You just started going, hey, if Carney can go bing, 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 I wonder how this will look. And you were exactly right. They just, the dominoes fell for them. Well, here's how things look in Class A. Millard South, 68 and a half. Carney is second with 40, or Grand Island is second with 47. Carney third with 46. Columbus fourth with 44. And Hastings is back in 14th with 20 points. For Grand Island, I'm going to start there since they're in second. They have these wrestlers that lost in the first round. Alicio Ramirez, Colton Sliva, Tyler Longland, Joey Rodriguez, Brett Garcia. Then the rest, the other seven, were in the quarters. Only had two losses, Emerson Urbina and Zach Kuda, and five onto the semifinals. Skyler Schmidt, Blaine Cohen, Chris Doty, Tim Reese, and the heavyweight Gage Grinnell, head coach Joey Morrison. Grand Island wrestling coach Joey Morrison, I believe, sitting in second as we walk off the mat here. And if not, second through fifth is a pretty tight race anyway. Your thoughts on the day overall? Oh, I was really proud of our guys. We had 12 down here this year, and uh, they just really competed well and, and stuck together. And we're really positive in our matches. And, you know, state wrestling is a great time of year, and a lot of people accomplish goals that they've had their entire lives and it's just a special time of the year for for everybody and to see our boys come down here and compete and really fight for those goals means a lot to uh to grand island and to the to the community five semi-finalists and then in the first round outside of deloa you ran five out of six there yeah yeah again you know just each match is its own and it presents its own challenges and that's what i love about wrestling every match is different every opponent is different and it's just it's it's always changing it's constantly changing and um within the same tournament so uh again just got to adapt for tomorrow what do you think about tomorrow i know it's early but uh the bulk of your guys that could feed off each other bang 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 you're going to be going on the mats there in the midweights yeah definitely you know i said i mean everybody's still in right now obviously but uh 
tomorrow's a new day, and, and definitely I think that, you know, one guy can spark another guy, and they say wrestling's an individual sport. I disagree. I think without your teammates, you really have a hard time accomplishing very much individually. So hopefully tomorrow we'll come together again as a team like we did today and um, more for Grand Island. All right, Joe, have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate your time. For Carney High, Ty Swarm has always talked about how his team can feed off each other a little bit like what we were talking there with the Grand Island coach Morrison for Carney losing in the first round, and it was a little rough. They started one and three and had a couple of kids they thought would win, and coach will talk about that here. But Philip Moomy, Gabe Crocker, Ashton Aarons, and Tyler Tracy uh, lost, but they had eight kids that advanced on in the quarters. Parker James, Trevor Bigelow, Andy Mason, Sean Jackson were defeated, but the four winners were Nick James, Trey Kruby, Leo Paloma, and Lee Harrington wins his quarterfinal match in overtime. And a lot of guts out there, according to Coach Ty Swarm. The one thing that you can't replace is just the battle down here. And I think, honestly, we've talked about it a lot with this team. In the last two years, we, we've kind of we've kind of lacked a little of that passion, you know, that we saw right down there. And, and so that's where we've challenged our guys the most. And, you know, we lost some hard-fought battles. I don't I don't question that Andy Mason left everything he had out on that mat, you know. And so those ones, those ones you, you can't walk away from and, and be discouraged when you, you, you gave everything you had. And the great thing is, you know, we had a couple guys, Palamo and Harrington. Those are guys that are in tight, tight-knit matches that we just found a way to win, you know. And I love that battle. I love that passion. You look at a guy like Trey Gruby, he's had his ups and downs this year. And you guys saw him at some of those duels. And he's had his ups and downs this year, but it seems like when the lights came on, man, he did some amazing things. And uh, for him to, to see the semifinals and get a medal, that's awesome. And then obviously Nick James, doing what Nick James does, I think that's the best we've seen him come out and wrestle his match. He didn't worry about the other guys so much, and he wrestled his match and, and found his way in the semifinals as well. Ty, talk about the first round. You start one and three. Some of the bigger guys are in 50-50 matches in the first round, and you make a heck of a run. Uh, with only uh, Tyler as a four seed falling. I mean, you get eight out of nine there. Yeah, we uh, we should not have lost at 26 and 38. I mean, those are matches that we thought we were going to win. We should have won. We were in control positions to win them, and we let those slip, and those guys know it. Um, we told them they're going to find their battle tomorrow, those two, because they need to come back and battle for us. You know, I think after that, that's sort of a sluggish start, you would call it. You know, we started catching fire about when Parker James, you know, picked up a major decision against a kid that, you know, on paper was supposed to beat us. You know, coming out of his district, second seed, we're a third seed, and he looked good, and then we kind of got things going. You know, we lost some matches we'd love to have won, but you look at them on paper, there's some tough kids. We lost to Connor Fox, who's a state champ last year. You know, Moomy loses first round to Stogdale. You know, it's a match we'd have loved to win, but that's a state champ that beat us there. And so those are guys who could have easily been state semifinalists as well on the, with, the, with the right draw. And so... At the end of the day, there's not everything went right for us today, but we wrestle with heart. We wrestle with some passion. And uh, from a coaching perspective, if you, can, if you can see that, you're happy. You know the draw in the semis better than I do. What about your four matches? That's a great question, Doug. You would think I would know, right? There are coaches on our staff that know. I, I honestly don't know, uh, I don't know who we have. I think, okay, I do know that we have Otis Rollins at 132. Uh, we had uh, a one-point match with him. We beat him at the fracas in a barn burner of a match. It was a great battle. Uh, you know, looking at 160, I think we have Coleman from Millard North. Uh, we've seen him once this year in a 6-1 match. But uh, Trey Gruby's a different wrestler right now. I can guarantee you that. 
he's a different wrestler right now. Uh, so we'll be battle ready at that weight class. 182, I couldn't even tell you. And at heavyweight, I'm guessing we have the Grand Island guy. That'd be my guess. And so uh, those are that's pretty good actually for not knowing. Uh, you know, those are those are matchups that we we look to, to, to battle, and I don't think they're anything different than what we saw tonight. Honestly, you, there, there's going to be some good close knit, fought, hard fought battles tomorrow. Uh, we've seen Grand Island, we've seen Otis Rollins uh, at 60. We've seen the kid we got. The only one I don't know about is 82. So, sad thing is, we've lost the two out of those three that I named. So, we beat some kids tonight that we haven't beat before, and then uh, the plan is to continue to do that tomorrow. The excitement probably for us is we got to get guys rolling on the backside. You know, we, we definitely got to put some points on the backside because top end points, uh, some of these other teams got some guys that are going to probably reach the finals. We know that for sure to be in that team race. That's Ty Swarm, head coach of the Carney Bearcats. You can tell he's excited because he kept talking. Yeah, no question. I, here, here's the thing, Doug, and, and he said it, and they have seen guys. You know, as I look at this, Nick James draws Otis Rollins, who's been second, second, fourth. Two trips to the parade. He's medaled three times. Nick James beating him, and hey, make no mistake about it, we'll all be Bearcat fans tomorrow night, and let's hope he wins that match. Follow me? Winning a one-point match at the Flatwater Fracas, it's, it's a win over Otis Rollins. Not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Poor James is a freshman. He goes out there, and he's going to wrestle that match, and whatever happens, happens. It's a different stage on Friday night. When you walk on that floor, and I've coached down there many times, the electricity on that floor would run this place. I mean, you don't need a generator. You don't need any power lines. It's legit. It's a different deal. That's a big deal. He's got Gage Grinnell at heavyweight, who he's lost. You know, some of these are, 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 are a deal. I loved Carney's grit today. They are fighting for a second-place trophy, and they're fighting the Tri-City team for it. It'll be good to see tomorrow night, but their draws weren't great. And for Hastings, uh, they had six wrestlers. Blaine Kyle, Devin Anthony, Levi Cusadas lost in the first round. In the quarters, Nick Sad was defeated, but Connor Lauchs and Deshaun Dixon advance on to the semis. Yeah, Doug, and in my opinion, 120 pounds um, tomorrow night will be Class A, 120 pounds, the match of the entire night. The match maybe of the state tournament. Connor Lauchs as a sophomore, is coming in here, and he's a returning state champion. He's going to wrestle Wesley Dawkins of Lincoln High. Wesley Dawkins has only been third, first, and third at the state meet. Two state champs going to meet tomorrow night in the semis. Wesley Dawkins also 40-0 and on the year. That's a big, big match. I don't think there's a match too big for Laux. Dad was an amazing wrestler. Dad won a state championship as a coach at Greeley. He watched his brother win state championships. He himself has won. I don't think the match will be too big, but that's a big match. And here's what Coach Austin Widener had to say about the Tigers' opening day. Joined now by Austin Widener, head coach at Hastings High. And, Coach, uh, uh, you got a couple in the semifinals, had a little potpourri of everything today. Really just a couple of close matches out there that maybe uh, I'm sure you wish you could have got. It started with the first one with Blaine, but let's go to the semifinals. And, uh, both Connor and, and Deshaun wrestled pretty well. Yeah, you know, Connor's been here before last year. Um, kind of, he knows what to expect, and um, he knows the routine, and he he just goes out there and he takes care of business, and he wrestles a great, smart match, and you know, he stays in good positions and doesn't panic in any situation. You know, he's I think we beat him eight nothing, six nothing, I think. Um, so very, very smart match. You know, we don't need to we don't need to beat guys. You know, fifteen nothing. We don't need to pin them. You know, pins and, and the tech falls and the majors would be nice, but. 
you know, staying in good positions and, and winning a smart match is, is more important at the state tournament. So, and, you know, and, and Deshaun, you know, what a, what a great story for him, you know, battling back after the loss at districts and coming back, getting, getting two wins, you know, feet kind of wet here at the state tournament and not knowing what to expect and trying to keep his mental game stable. And, you know, he's very, very tough and very, very competitive and just got a couple little things to work on with him. And, and the thing about Deshaun, he listens, he's very coachable and he'll look you in the eyes and, and he'll listen and he'll do what we tell him to. So just that and a kid will, will take him a long way. So. You told us earlier this week on the Doug and Daddy Show you wouldn't be surprised if these two kids are in the semifinals. What can you tell us about tomorrow's matches? You know, um, tomorrow's matches look look very interesting. You know, we haven't seen Dawkins yet this year, so we know a lot about him. Um, so it's going to be a great matchup. Um, we'll be ready, and um, hopefully hopefully things come out our way. You know, Deshaun um, got, got two great shots uh, to get two guys in, so... And your other four, of course, you went one and one today with Nick. Uh, three kids that are going to have to battle back tomorrow. Uh, what are you expecting from those four? You know, I, I think they're all ready to go. Um, Levi Cusadas at 182 was wrestling Brownlee a great match going into the third. You know, we, we kind of pull a bonehead move there and, and, and go down 6-2 to two and going into third. You know, he's returning state champ. We're a first-time qualifier. So, you know, kids like that, if you can just try to keep them in good positions and wrestling smart matches and not try to go for the big splash, you know, when, when unless it's absolutely needed, um, so a lot of learning there to do. You know, um, Devin Anthony, first round, tough draw with Licking. Um, Devin will battle back. He's been here before. He knows what to expect. And, and we know we'll get some, get some toughness out of him coming back in the round. And then Nick said, you know, um, I knew Schmidt would be a tough match. I, I thought we'd compete with him a little better than that. Um, told Nick, you know, he's going to have to give it all. It's his senior year. And, you know, he'll, he'll battle back, too. I, I have no doubts with the three, with the three battling back that um, – well, it's four battling back that will be – we should, we should score some points. All right, Coach. Thanks for giving Great. us the time. We'll see yes. you tomorrow. Thank you very much. That's Austin Winder, head coach at Hastings. We've wrapped up the ninth session from A&D. If you missed anything from B and C, we'll have a quick recap of those wrestlers. Here from Dan Lanusky of Adam Central and Matt Rogers of Kearney Catholic. When we return on the Wrestling Recap Show from the CenturyLink Center in Omaha, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your pioneer seed dealer. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Kearney's finest businesses, the original Rockfoot Sand & Gravel. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace, see kappagrains.com. Your BP dealer in Gibbon and Kearney is Clevenger Farm Products. We would like to wish all the area wrestlers and coaches best of luck. Call today for a CFP fuel card. With Express Gas, you can pay at the pump 24 hours to better serve you. Let's go to Class B here on the Wrestling Recap Show. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Kent Keeler, our producer and engineer, back at the studios getting you home after tonight's sub-district basketball action. And congratulations to Axtell, Hastings, St. Cecilia, Kearney Catholic. They were the three radio game winners that we had. And maybe we'll get you a couple other scores here in a moment. But first, back to wrestling. We've looked at A and D, B and C was the first session. And sometimes you kind of forget about them if you're the first session. But we had some good wrestling. Well, yeah, and I mean, C, always lots to talk about. Sometimes you forget about B, honestly, because of the last, like, two decades of Omaha Scott. And Omaha Scott's going to win it again, aren't they? Yes, I think so. Omaha Scott with a uh, 
a comfortable lead. I mean, sometimes uh, you have to look at these and go, well, uh, there's still a chance. But, I mean, Scuttle, the, the favorites almost have to be in a position where they need to be pushed on Friday. And if they have the lead, that's usually not the case. Right. And, I mean, Scud ended up – they were somewhat vulnerable this year. Plattsmouth had a great team. Plattsmouth still going to score a bunch of points. But, but I watched today – Scud won some matches. Maybe we didn't think they were going to. And, I mean, it just propelled them. Scott has an 11.5-point lead. Omaha Scott, 82. Plattsmith, 70.5. Gretna, third with 56. That's kind of where everybody was drawing the line. Scott's Bluff and Columbus Scotus round out the top five. Adams Central is sixth with 36.5. And, and then you go to Holdridge and Northwest. They have 13 points. That's tied for 15th. As far as the wrestlers from our area go, for Grand Island Northwest, Grayson Freeze and Austin Dammon lost in the first round. Mark Zapata, the heavyweight, lost in the quarters. Austin Cooper on to the semifinals. For Lexington, 3-0 and in the first round, but 0-3 in the next round. Alex DeSantiago, Thomas Margaret's, and Jose Ayala. For Holdridge, they lost Zach Holbert in the first round. Then in the quarters, Devin Logston lost in overtime, and uh, Preston Melroy lost to Austin Cooper. Bronson Titus, though, goes to the ultimate tiebreaker, so the Dusters have a semifinalist. For Gothenburg, Trevor Holly, Noah Larson, Noah Googleman lost in the first round. Jade Miller lost in the quarters. Bryce Larson is on to the semis. For Kozad, Jace Russman, and Colton Hines, both lost in the first round for Aurora. They had Levi Sabell, Preston Devon, and Jared Peters lose in the first round. And then the other three, and that's a little unusual, all lost in the quarter. Zach Trumbull, Trevor Albert, and then Cam Collin lost to Ben Stilley, the Husker football player and number one uh, ranked heavyweight from Ashland Greenwood. And for Adams Central, in the first land round, they lost Devin Gilliland, Peyton Broderick, Corey Brown, Ethan Mullen, all come to the Wrestlebacks tomorrow at 9.30. In the quarters, Jacob Kubica and Tyler Ziegler were defeated, but three on to the semis in Nolan Berry, Mark Zesker, and also Kendall Overheide, head coach Dan Lenusky. Adam Central coach Dan Lenusky joins us. Ten kids down here, which is a, a great number, and three of those went 2-0 today, and uh, the rest of them, as usual, have some work. Uh, Dan, overall, your thoughts on day one? Well, Doug, I think it is kind of a numbers game. If you can win over half each round, at least the way I look at it, if I win over half each round, I'm happy with it. So winning three there and getting through the semis with Kendall and Mark Zexer and Nolan Berry, we're pretty happy with that. Let's start there. That's what the fans want to know. What can you tell us about their semifinal matches already for tomorrow? Uh, Nolan Berry is going to have Nielsen from Plattsmouth. I think he's top rated at their weight. Very tough, tough on his feet, tough on the mat. So Nolan's got his work cut out for him. Uh, Mark Zexer has uh, Cody Lambert from Ashland Greenwood. Very well put together. We're going to have to wrestle a smart match and be ready for a physical match uh, in order to get through to the finals. And then Kendall has uh, Kreklo from Wahoo. We wrestled him first tournament of the year, and we beat him, I think, 8-4. to four. We were able to have our way with him on our feet, so hopefully we can continue that success. As far as uh, the team race, you were up there for a little bit, and then it's pretty log-jammed after 1-2. and two. Uh, Is that something that you, that you look at, or is it just about winning each match out here with these guys as you come back tomorrow? Well, I think we look at it from an individual standpoint right now. Uh, really, 1-2-3, and three, I think uh, Gretna's in that group with Plattsmouth and Omaha Scutt. And then there's a group of uh, maybe five or six. We're in that group, uh, and we hopefully can stay toward the top of that so we're you know maybe fifth or sixth or even a little better when all things are said and done here. You had Jacob and you had Tyler win their first-round match but got beat in the quarterfinals. Uh, are they a couple of kids that might be able to be wrestling again on Saturday morning for you? There are a couple of kids that better win their next match, and that's what we're looking at right now. And they didn't wrestle bad. I think they just... Um, 
you didn't wrestle their best match, and that's what you got to have when you're down here. So, you know, hopefully we can keep going and keep rolling, and weird things happen here. If you set yourself up and be ready, you just never know if you can get to Saturday, and hopefully we can get a few more besides these three on the medal round. You look at the draws right away, and you go, okay, the first one's going to be tough, but maybe we got a chance on the backside. How about some of these kids that lost the first round? Is there an instance of that? Well, I think that might be the case with Devin Gilliland. Uh, had that first tough round match. Uh, Peyton Broderick at 126 had a, had a young man that's beat him twice. He lost 2-0 to Brandenburg. And, um, we wrestled him a lot better than we have before. We just still aren't to his level, I guess. So we'll keep going, and hopefully we can win some on the backside. All right, Dan, let's have a good Friday. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Doug. That is the head coach, Dan Ladusky of the Adams Central Patriots, currently sitting in sixth in Class B. Yeah, Doug, I, I honestly, and I know we're going to talk about Plattsmith and stuff like that. Scott's going to win. I actually think there's a legitimate chance that tomorrow night, Adam Central could be the talk of Class B for this reason. Doug, they've got a legitimate shot to shove three through tomorrow. And I mean that. I know the Plattsmith kids top rated, blah, blah, you know, coach, what, what he's talking about. Those are, Zexer should win, okay? I mean, he should Kid from Boys Town who is a transfer, as we know, from Virginia, two-time state champ, three-time medalist. I mean, he's a stud, is who he'd have probably in the finals. But these, those three kids, over Heidi, Barry, and Zexer, have a legit shot. It's not a situation where they're wrestling the – as it's been in the past, and I know you've covered and followed Adam Central for a long time. You know, sometimes in the semis we get the two-timer from Scott that we just – you know, it's that you're never going to beat them. That's not how this is. If Adam Central shows up tomorrow night and wrestles well, they could stick three through. What a story in Class B. Dan Lenusky, Adam Central, three in the finals. Very legitimate chance. Which would definitely put them in the top five of the team race, maybe fourth. And, and Gretna is catchable, uh, depending on what happens to them. Uh, we'll see what happens. So our final class to look at is Class C. David City has the lead by eight over Valentine. Everybody says it's between those two. David City, 63. Valentine, 55. Wilbur Claytonia is third with 42. Then Central City is eighth with 26. Gibbon is tied for 10th with 21. Kearney Catholic, Madison, and Shelton, Kennesaw, and Wood River are all tied for 12th with 20 points. St. Paul has 18 points from our listening area. As far as the results go for Arcadia Loop City, Jared Curlow lost in the first round. Lane Ruby lost to Ozzy Rodriguez in the quarters. That was a rematch of a lot of times and a rematch of the conference final that we had earlier this year for you. For Central City, the story is Jeremiah Dickinson, one of the undefeated kids. He had a very tough first-round match, ended up uh, getting the last two points, winning 7-3. to three. So Kobe Brandenburg, Troy Vanderheiden, Brad Skoke. Uh, actually, Skoke had to forfeit out, and again, that's sketchy. I didn't get to see Coach Don't know if it's a skin thing, an illness thing, an injury thing, but Brad is out. And then uh, losing in the quarters were Marshall Mikowski in the uh, sudden uh, victory, the uh, Sudden victory, double overtime. Uh, Lane Johnson lost, and then Jeremiah Dickinson and Ryan Malasica in the semis. For Centura, James Price lost in the first round. Kalen Cumming and Peyton McCord lost in the quarters. Donovan Trumbull, all three wrestlers lost in the opening round. For Gibbon, uh, Chase Smith, Lane Brown, Colin Smith lost in the first round. Four in the quarters, you thought this is right where you would be with Gibbon, but then they went one and three. Rodriguez, the only one to get to the semis. Vinnie Pearson, Jacob Tracy, Colton Brown 
lost in the quarters. And when we talked with Coach Bisbee earlier in the week, I know he was expecting more. So let's see if they can get a lot of kids getting wins tomorrow. For Grand Island Central Catholic, Tanner Staub, Austin Walton lost in the first round. Josh Punchakar lost in the quarters. Tyson McDowell of Minden lost in the first round. For Ord, Talon Petska, Gavin Trumpke lost in the first round. Trumpke lost to the defending champion, Gross of St. Paul. Cade Swoboda, two wins by Tech Fall, the top-ranked Chanticleer into the semifinals. For Ravenna, Tyler Tobler and Sam Folkers both lost in the first round. For Red Cloud, Blue Hill, Justin Shipman, Mitch Kruger lost in the first round. Dylan Busho lost in the quarters. For Shelton Kennesaw, Michael Couts, Junior Sasita lost in the first round. Daniel Duffy lost in the quarterfinals. Stephen Duffy, Jack Duffy, both on to the semis. For South Central Unified, Gavin Bushcutter, Dallas Bruning lost in the first round. The only wrestler for Southern Valley is Connor Burquist. He's on to the semis with two pins. For St. Paul, uh, they either lost or they're in the semis. Jacob Pozoza, Jared Holinsky, Ryan Jurgensen, Hunter Koshin lost in the first round. Tyler Cunningham, David Gross, as expected, on to the semis. For Wood River, Chase Bond and Keaton Husak lost in the first round. Evan Waddington, undefeated freshman, and Wyatt Allen are both into the semifinals. And then for Kearney Catholic, Braden Zinnel and Zach Rogers and Jack Keating and Jacob Gappo lost in the first round. Carter Fleshman lost in the quarters. Eric Pacheco and Joseph Feldner are on to the semifinal rounds. And Matt Rogers, go ahead first. We'll hear from the coach, uh, Matt Rogers, and then we'll wrap things up. Well, Coach, uh, the day is over. A couple of kids have advanced on to the semifinals. Uh, you knew what you had to draw coming in. Uh, give me your assessment of the day. Yep, uh, we did have some tough draws. Uh, actually, the, the four guys that had rematches with guys that they had lost to before uh, did, in fact, lose those rematches, but I thought that they wrestled hard. You know, Braden came out and wrestled Waddington tough. Um, actually, Zach wrestled one of the better matches we had of the first round against Darrow, but still lost. Uh, you know, Eric had actually had a really tough match that first round. Uh, coming back through Eric, though, uh, second round there, uh, that mom kid from Raymond Central is pretty good. And Eric Russell, a nice match. Good takedown, tough ride, good reversal. Just a solid match there. Um, Carter Fleshman, 32, he uh, he got going a little bit uh, slow uh, against Bond, but you know how many times they wrestled each other this year, so that's going to happen in those. And uh, But came away with the win. Uh, I did not get a chance to see his quarterfinal match because Eric was wrestling, but uh, just looking down there, very little that I did see looked looked like uh, he had a, he had his hands full there. Uh, and Jack Jack Keating at 38 did a he wrestled hard. The guy that he wrestled just defended very well, and, and he basically stalled him out uh, on top. He got on top of Jack. Jack couldn't get out, and literally got stalled out. But you got to be able to get off the bottom down here. Um, and then Joe Feldner just is looking good, looking solid. He's got a big match tomorrow night with Papa from David City. He's lost it, lost to him earlier this year, but Joe is wrestling uh, much better than that, and he's very focused right now. Um, and then uh, Pacheco, actually, I don't think he has his cousin tomorrow night. I think he's got the other guy. Uh, oh, he's got the guy from Wilbur Claytonia um, who actually beat Pacheco earlier this year too. So we gotta we got to flip this... Uh, if we've lost to him, we continue to lose to him deal around that we've had going so far down here at State. We're wrestling hard. We just got to get, uh, we got five guys wrestling tomorrow morning, and uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to come in here firing. So tough draws all the way around. There's no easy matches. We'll see what happens.
Well, if the kids that lost in the first round today wrestle this well tomorrow morning, you should see quite a few advancements. I think, yeah, if they wrestle, if they wrestle like they did this morning, uh, yeah, they should. Should, but again, you never, you never know. So, and you already kind of answered the the preview of your two semifinalists, but uh, just about your two kids uh, and and what they're facing tomorrow night. Yeah, I think uh, Eric has a, I think his name's Rodriguez from Wilbur Claytonia. Uh, first time Eric wrestled him, he did lose to him. Uh, Eric was not aggressive on his feet. That was before Christmas. That was before the, the switch got flipped. Um, and Eric's been in the semifinals before. And, and last year in the semifinals, he was not the aggressor then. And so he's hopefully learned uh, through this year and his experience last year that to win these matches, for him to win these matches, he's got to be the aggressor. Um, when he does that, his chances of winning go up exponentially. Uh, Feldner, he wrestled Papa at High Plains this year. Um, was in on a real good shot on him. Tried to cut to a double too soon. Papa stopped his shot. Whole rest of the match, it was 0-0 after the first period and the rest of the match was wrestled on the mat. Um, Joe got a reversal on him. Joe was on the bottom again though and got put in a cradle. Lost 3-2. to two. So, couldn't get out. So uh, we know, kind of know what we need to do with those guys. All right, Matt, best of luck. Thanks for the time. Thanks. Well, there you have it. Uh, we gotta, we got to win some rematches. That's what Matt Rogers is saying. Yeah, here's the only thing I'm going to say. You know, i got a ton to say in, in a sense about C, but if we just talk about Carney Catholic for a minute, I do think Pacheco beats Hernandez. Not very often that I'm going to come out. Normally I caveat my statements. Yeah. Here's the only thing I'm going to say, Doug. I've seen him from conference forward when he goes on his feet He's very tough to beat, and I think he will tomorrow night. I remember the semi last year. He didn't. Feldner, he is just a different kid right now. He's all about getting after it. I really like the Stars getting two tomorrow. Big attendance today, over 11,000 on this opening day. Pretty good opening day. What else do you got in store for us tomorrow, Larry? Well, I really think when you look at C, it's got some of the biggest matchups. Cunningham has got the Valentine kid, Cunningham from St. Paul. You know, he's... They really thought he had a chance to win it last year. It didn't work out for him. Got beat by Kelber. Uh, uh, he's going to do okay. I think the match of the night in C tomorrow night is 113 pounds. Kelber from Valentine, returning state champion. We all know his dad's history. It's a big deal against the coach's son. Two coaches' sons going to get after it tomorrow night with Evan Waddington. He's 50-some and oh. Uh, he's beaten Kelber earlier this year, the returning state champ. That's a big one. And Allen of Wood River, can he beat Phillips? You know, Phillips has been third and first. Allen's yet to place from Wood River. That's a big one. 170 pounds. Gross from St. Paul, who is fourth as a junior or a sophomore, state champion as a junior, really hasn't been tested this year, Doug. Part of that is because he, he have just flat out his dominance. Landman from Battle Creek, I think, is the it's the second best kid in the state or the first best kid in the state behind Gross. They're going to wrestle tomorrow night. Landman's been to the Parade of Champions. He's been second and third. I think Duffy's going to get to the finals from Shelton Kennesaw. I think that's great. Ozzy Rodriguez, tomorrow night in the semis from Gibbon, has got the Syracuse wrestler. It was a 2-0 match. Ozzy lost to him at the holiday tournament. So, uh, and I think Ozzy can get him. Ozzy's wrestling really well right now. 
When you start talking about Class C, we got a lot of fun stuff going on. Team race is big. No area teams in it. I think it's David City and Valentine. But we have got area kids all over this thing in Class C tomorrow night. Don't miss our deal tomorrow night when we're live in the semis because, man, do we got a lot of kids wrestling. We'll be on the air at approximately 445, and the action will start at 5 o'clock. Frank Cuchera will join me and Larry Baker uh, tomorrow, 5 o'clock, the semifinals of the third round consolation wrestlebacks, all of the action here on Classic Hits. And here's the thing. Tomorrow night and tomorrow night's broadcast, we're going to have great wrestling, no doubt about it. We'll also have some pretty good commentary, and it will be the first time that I'll ever be on air with somebody that probably does just barely eclipse me as an athlete, <laughs> as a Division II national champion. And Frank will once again get to do Saturday's NET uh, television broadcast. Uh, for the subdistrict basketball, for the folks driving home, just give you a quick recap tonight in C1. These are the teams that will be playing in the district finals. Auburn will play Louisville. Uh, Lincoln Christian will play Columbus Scotus. Bishop Newman will be playing West Point Beamer. Wayne knocked off the three-time defending state champions in Pierce tonight in overtime, so they will play Ord. Central City will play Kearney Catholic, and Kozad will take on the winner of Shadron Mitchell. In C2, Freeman will play Utan. Guardian Angels will play Hardington uh, Cedar Catholic or Ponca. In uh, Stanton will play Twin River. Superior will play Hastings St. Cecilia. Crofton will play Elgin, Elgin, Pope John, and Ravenna will play Hemingford, and all of these girls' district finals are next Friday. In D1, Diller Odell will play Friend, who beat BDS in overtime. Omaha Nation will play Fullerton. That's an interesting district. Emerson Hubbard will take on the winner of the North Central Boyd County matchup. There are a few of the scores that uh, have not been turned in yet. Kennesaw uh, did beat Heartland Lutheran tonight, so Kennesaw will advance on and uh, play the uh, Elm Creek Overton winner, and I don't think we have the final on that uh, quite yet. I'm sure it's done. We just don't have it posted to us yet. Uh, Axtell will play Cambridge, and South Loop will take on Dundee County Stratton, and finally in D2, Sacred Heart will play Hampton, uh, who beat Exeter Milligan by two tonight. Lions Decatur will play the Spalding Academy Riverside winner. Why not? Or Bloomfield will play O'Neill St. Mary's. And uh, that kind of covers it for the teams in our area. I want to thank you for joining us from the CenturyLink Center in Omaha for our nightly wrestling recap show brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Our reports starting in tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on all of our stations. You can also find out more at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For our producer engineer, Kent Keeler, and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.